Hello and welcome. I'm Amanda Santhanap, the woman with a voice that can steal your man. And you're listening to The Nicholas Natali Show with your host, Nicholas Natali. We have an absolute banger for you today. But first, have you been to nicholasnatali.com? Head on over and snag yourself a sweatshirt or sign up for the newsletter. Nick's constantly sending out discount codes, stories, and motivation to get you through your week. NicholasNatali.com is quite, in fact, better than your mom's cooking. <laughs> All right, well, let's get to the episode, okay? Enjoy. Hello and welcome. This is the Nicholas Natali Show, and I am your host, Nicholas Natali. I'm doing a solo pod again today. It's rib it's rivet it's ribbiting. Ribbiting stuff. I'm like a rabbit out here hopping around on my own. Uh yeah. Before we get in <laughs> before we get into the good stuff, I'm gonna talk about the reviewer of the week. The reviewer of the week is Mandy Girl sixteen, who says Germom good stuff. Germom spelled G E R M O M. So I don't know whether it's a German mom. It's germ um, like um, 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 like they're eating germs. Got to watch out for that, especially in today's climate. <laughs> she spelled good stuff, G-U-D space S-T-U-F. If you rearrange those letters, you got something naughty. Um, I can hear myself in my own headphones and it's freaking me out. Let me unplug this. All right, so I pop that, pop that baby out. Uh, I thought I wanted to hear my own noggin so I could understand the levels in which I'm speaking, but turns out hearing your own voice in your noggin isn't always the best move. Anyway, we got a banger of an episode for you today. I got a lot of things I want to talk to you about. Just you and me, one-on-one, have a little one-on-one conversation. From my voice to your ears, let's get into it. This past weekend, (laughs) another challenge went down. The 48-hour $0 to $1,000 challenge. First of all, let me just let me describe the rules to paint you the perfect picture. The rules are you have $0. You can't spend any of the money that you already have. You got none. You got $0. Did I mentioned you have $0. You have $0. And you cannot sell anything you own to make money. You have to figure out how to make money. You can use anything that you have, but you cannot sell anything you have to make money. I did this challenge with Bobby Frisch. You heard him a couple episodes back. And I got to tell you, this guy's a legend. If you don't remember Bobby, boom, let me hit you with him. Beautifully spoken man, business owner, wonderful guy, all-star man. Seems like a great husband. Can't confirm, though, because I'm not married to him. He's just great. Me and him did this 48-hour challenge together. We decided that we were going to start at 6 o'clock in the morning on Saturday. And lo and behold, Bobby is an early riser. (laughs) I mean, little did I know. Bobby, you can confirm. You tell me if that's actually true. The reason I say this is because I I wake up at 6. We're starting the challenge at 6. I wake up at 6, and I see it text message from Bobby at 5.11 in the morning, all caps, says, I'm ready. If anybody texts you all caps, 
5 in the morning, they're ready. Who you better believe they're prepared and they're ready to take some action. And boy, was Bobby ready. <laughs> and so I texted him back at 6.12, you know, after I've washed my noggin and taken care of my skin. I don't know. Whatever the morning routine is. I texted him, game on, partner. And he shoots me a video at 6.15 saying that he has already located and found somebody on Craigslist that is going to pay him to go to their house and pick up boulders. He was going to get paid $150. Keep in mind that you cannot start this this thing until 6. Within 15 minutes, he's already potentially made $150. But $150 is on the table. And before I keep going, I just want you guys to know that you'll be able to see Bobby's side of things uh, on on the tube on the channel because I'm gonna be we we filmed as much as we, as we could and I'm editing it together. So probably a week or two from now, you'll be able to see how this actually all went down. But anyway, he shoots me that video and I'm like, holy crap! Talk about a businessman. 15 minutes in and this guy's already already got $150 on the table. Oh man. So I'm freaking out because my original plan, I felt like I here was my original plan. My original plan was to find uh, apps that you could recommend to other people that would give you like a kickback. If that's the right word. You know, not they're not throwing you a party for this, but give you a little kickback on your money, like. Five dollars if you refer a friend, or hundred bucks if you refer a friend. And the one I specifically, at the top of my noggin, had in mind was an app called Weeble. W e b u l l. Weeble. We full of bull. Is what it should have been called. Just playing. Weeble. They give you so if you refer someone and they sign up, you get a free stock, and they get a free stock, and that stock's value is anywhere between like. 10 bucks and I think 1400 bucks or a thousand bucks those are the highest it can go and it's all random so you don't know what you're gonna get so I was gonna do that I was gonna refer that app to other people but when I got down to it you had to deposit a hundred dollars to like in order to be able to cash out your your stock amount you know the value of your stock and I figured that's kind of like I don't know where it lies in the rules. I think next time we do this, because there will definitely be a part two, I'm going to be a little more loose on the rules. But, <laughs> so I did. I wouldn't do it. I didn't want to do it. So now I'm I'm scrounging, and Bobby just made 150 or potentially $150 on Craigslist, finding someone on Craigslist. So now I'm feeling I should switch my whole style up because it seemed like 15, 150 bucks in 15 minutes. That's a killer deal. That's a steal. So now, I, I did not want to go on Craigslist because of a certain reason. I don't have a truck. And if you have a truck, that it's a game changer because you can go pick stuff up. You can go pick up all that junk on the free part of Craigslist where everybody's just throwing up the stuff that they don't want anymore on Craigslist. And that's true for Facebook Marketplace, too. There's a whole free section. And I'm not going to lie. I... <sighs> I might be getting ahead of myself, but I did try. I did try that as well. Um, anyway, so I was I was I was scouring I was scouring Craigslist, and I was like, ah oh, man, don't want to do this. I found <laughs> there was some good stuff that was going for free. Um, 
one of them I thought I could get away with because it was just a tire. It was in my car, or not in my car. In, I could fit it in my car. That was going for free. So I took the pictures from Craigslist that was on that posting, and I put it on Facebook Marketplace and put it up for 45 bucks. No, I mean, 45 people viewed it. Nobody wanted it. And so now I'm like, balls. I got zero dineros. What am I going to do? So I start pounding on uh, Facebook Marketplace adding services. Like I said, I was going to build a website. I said I could do voiceover stuff. said I could do a logo. Just all things that I could do from the comfort of my own home so I don't have to go meet them. Um, and things that I could actually do in a day. And I was looking for something that was going to be a little more big ticket, you know, because the end goal is to get to a thousand dollars. I thought I could nail down a thousand bucks if I just did like a quick website for somebody that wanted like a quick turnaround, do it in a day. There you go. There's your website. Nay. I tried Fiverr. I threw up a crap ton of gigs on Fiverr, which one, you had to make an account. And two, Fiverr is like, oh man. If I had to rank them, I would say Upwork has the best quality of work, but it's competitive. Freelancer is probably, you're going to get beat out by, as far as software goes, any 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 other country, other, other developers in a foreign country are probably going to beat you out because they can build things for cheaper. Um, and then there's Fiverr, which is just like, one word, dude. It's just like, dude. Uh, so I threw a bunch on there. And it's like, balls, man. Why nobody want to hire me? But I did have my ultimate scheme in the background. My ultimate scheme was to build an e-commerce site that I could sell a product on quickly. I was thinking drop shipping. And if the only thing you have to do with drop shipping is, is make sure, like, one, you got to have a good product. Two, you got to know your audience. Three, you got to sell that stuff, baby. But it's not, I mean, it's not all that bad. So I spent the whole morning, I created a logo. <laughs> I spent like an hour and a half creating a beautiful logo. And I stuck to what I knew, van life, because I was like, I can lock down on the van life community, which I still plan on having some sort of like van life uh, clothing, like growing the burb life thing. But that's just me. That's personal. And within this challenge, I started building a Shopify site from scratch balls man real real balls but i was like i still need money to advertise it but i was going to try to get enough money that i could give it to social media influencers to just give me one or two posts you know that i could advertise my product and get down the road so created the logo uh it was <laughs> i actually i i own this domain so i'm kind of excited about it but yeah spill all the beans we're all about transparency here I own the domain Van Life Gear, so I definitely plan on using that at some point. But I made a, a logo for Van Life Gear. It said Roland since 2001, and it was like in a circle, and it had a van in the middle of it. It was nice. I liked it. It was clean looking. Pumped that baby out in an hour and a half. Then, I've never made a Shopify site before, but I started plowing on it, and I'm not going to lie. I think I may have gone a little too hard on it. <laughs> I designed it. It looked clean, but then I, I, I started hooking up all of these uh, Shopify apps to it. The first being like order lookup. So if somebody did order something, they could track it when it was coming. Uh, and a, a FAQ page. But it's like, you got to go in there and write all those questions and answers, you know, but it was really clean looking. Uh, you'd, I used this photo review app where this is, 
I'm not going to say this is moral, but people do it. Uh, you can import, because if you don't have any reviews, you lose a lot of credibility, but you can use this app and you can pull reviews from other things. So, for example, I on this site, I was selling like sweatshirts, hats, backpacks, laptop sleeves, um, joggers, and I went to AliExpress. I, I used this app and it pulled some reviews from some of the sweatshirts. And just like people saying, like, this is a great sweatshirt, but it's, like, real people. So you take that and it throws it on yours. Just letting you guys know what's out there. And I was trying to get this done quick, all right? <laughs> uh, I found Recart, which is following people up if they abandon their cart. Like, if they, you know, they forget to hit submit on their order or whatever. SMS marketing, that would do the same thing. It would actually send them a text message if they abandon their cart or if, like, it would just follow up with him like in two hours and say, hey, you left this card open. Here's a discount um, and here's a link to what you were going to buy. And then I installed another email marketing application, Clavio, which is like now becoming more superior to mail than MailChimp. Um, but it's really gained a lot of popularity in Shopify. So I did all of that stuff and I was like, balls, man. Balls. I ain't got no way to advertise this. Cash App gives you $5 back if you refer a friend. I got two people to refer, get referred to sign up. I was like, "Hey, sign up for this. I need some, I need some help. I'm getting, I'm getting schooled here." Bobby's got 150 dollars, um, which he confirmed. He confirmed by like 7:30. He sent me another video saying, "Yep, picked up the rocks. Got a, got 150 dollars cash." He doesn't talk like that, but um, I was feeling the pressure. You know, Bobby's whipping out cash like nobody's business, and I'm stirring my wheels. Got nothing. So I ended up getting 10 bucks from Cash App. And I started scouring the gram for influencers. My goodness, baby. Ah, and I had to research what's the best way to get a reply from them. If you want to know, here's, here's my tidbit. You give them one line at the top of the message. Just say advertisement rates, question mark. So that's how they know you're serious. You're getting straight to the point. They're not they're not spending time reading your whole dang message about whatever you want to freaking do. Just hit them with the advertisement rates and they'll send them to you and that's it. Problem solved. So, I messaged a grip ton of people and lo and behold, the only one to reply is somebody with a million followers. And as you would imagine, their rates are not $10 for a post. It's much, much higher than that. And I said, thanks, I'll get back to you. I ain't getting back to them. I ain't got that dough. So feeling a little bit stressed. I also kind of had this other, this other like subconscious rule in my head, which wasn't necessarily true. It's like I didn't really want to pull from any clientele that I already had, which I'm probably going to scratch in the part two of this just because it's like, it's just like you're just trying to get to $1,000, you know? Come on, baby. Get to that, get to that grand. Put a K next to that one. Um, so I start, I hit the town, you know what I'm saying? I go to my local plaza. There's one guy in particular that I've been like trying to like, uh, build a website for. We just haven't been able to like link up schedule wise or whatever. And I go into his restaurant and I'm like, Hey man, I can make it for you right here, right now. And he's like, no, I ain't got time for that. And I was like, man, rejected. And then I thought to myself, there's a lot of other restaurants in this plaza. Why not give it a go? So I start going door to door, trying to sell, re- <laughs> trying to sell their restaurants. You know, trying to sell websites to these people. I go into this Thai restaurant and I'm like, "Hey, do you have a website?" They say yes. I look it up. Mm, it's pretty nice. 
I go into another this freaking this the dentist dentistry place had a decent website. Go into this nail salon place who did not have a website and I'm gonna let you know, the lesson I learned here is that sales pitches actually do matter. People don't really want you to be that straightforward. A lot of people do like to be uh let me stroke your arm for a bit and get you all worked up. I guess stroke your ego would be a better phrase. I don't know. Um but I go into this nail salon and I'm like, Hey, I saw you guys don't have a website, would you like one? She's like, No. But basically she said, No, you stupid idiot. Why would you ask that? We don't need a website. Can't you tell it's popping in here? We're doing all the nails. We don't need your dumb website, even though it would increase our customer base significantly and give us a presence online, which is very important in 2020. That's what they said. Not my words. I tried three other restaurants. One of them was really sad. She was like, I would have done it, but we're going out of business. And I'm like, my bad. Didn't mean to bring that up. So I spent like two hours. Balls, man. Two hours of door-to-door returning with zero dollars that's getting paid zero dollars every two hours actually at this point it's getting ten dollars per every eight hours it was 2 p.m by that time 2 p.m by that time around 1 30 bobby sends me another video says hey <laughs> telling my friend about uh about this challenge i'm bringing him lunch for 20 bucks now he's up to 170 and the thing i love the most about bobby is just like the first word that comes to mind is just lovely. Like he's he's doing this, having such a great time, like loving it, <laughs> just so positive. And I I'm not saying that I wasn't positive either. Like I was having a lot of fun with this too, just because it's such a challenge. But it's I'm just saying that it's so it was so great to work with and collaborate with Bobby because he's just so much fun. Like he's so game and so down. And I love that he was just like. My friend's paying me 20 bucks to bring him in and out. We're doing this. And I'm like, yeah, heck yeah. That's what I'm talking about, baby. <laughs> um, all right. So then I hope this is in- in- interesting to you because to me, it was it was really pushing my entrepreneurial skills in the sense of like, <laughs> like we see all these people online that post that you can pick up anything for free and then turn around and sell it. And it's like not quite that simple, you know, they're like, they can just pick up a, just start a business and it'll be fine. It's like this, honestly, if I were to just, just, just from this experiment here, it was clear to me that starting a business, you can put in a lot of effort, like this upfront stuff. Like I think getting connected with like the local community, figuring out who needs what incredibly important, but you need a little more upfront time like that if you're, if you're going for long-term lasting income streams, but uh, yeah, you're going to need a little more time to build a brand and a business. Anywho, anyhow, any, any what, uh, two more people sign up for my cash app. I got $20 in my freaking account and I'm like, okay, none of these other influencers are responding. I need to buy something and flip it. So I go down to Goodwill in La Jolla. I'm figuring I'm going to get something nice because La Jolla is, you know, people are known to have a little more cash on deck, cash on hand to to throw around. So I was thinking maybe they got rid of something good. Going to Goodwill, I see some snowboarding boots that were going for like 15 bucks, but I looked up online like brand new. They're 125 good condition. Thought I could sell them for like 50 
scoping around, but I didn't want to do clothes because clothes isn't going to work all that great, you know. Mm, you know what I mean? Like shirts, t-shirts, pants, stuff like that. I was definitely looking for something a little more, I don't know if niche is the right word, but just like desirable. I don't know. Because I thought if I got snowboarding boots in San Diego when it's almost summertime, it's not going to fly that great. I ended up finding this wetsuit. It's like a spring suit. Great condition. Velcro, perfect. Zippers, perfect. Holes, zero. Bought it for thirteen fifty, which is a steal of a deal. It's a it's a woman's sweatsuit, <laughs> sweatsuit, <laughs> wetsuit. Um, so I snagged that baby. I snagged that puppy. So now I got a wetsuit, and what what's my total right now? Six fifty. Yeah, and I have six dollars and fifty cents to my name. I go home. I throw this thing up on OfferUp. Not to mention I've been browsing OfferUp all day looking for something juicy. Messaging people. Hey, oh, there was this Rambo lunchbox vintage. For ten bucks, when I had ten bucks, and I was like, "Ooh, ooh-wee. is that tempting?" Didn't do it. Got the wetsuit and said, "Got the wetsuit." Threw it up on the interwebs. Googled more about how to do product shoots. Try to do my best to do a product shoot. That was a waste of time. Threw up some photos. <laughs> oh no, nothing. I got nothing on this. <laughs> oh, thank goodness for forty-eight hours. Um, so yeah, I threw, I threw, threw the wetsuit up. Nobody wanted it. I thought I took decent enough pictures, enough to stand out on OfferUp, you know, but OfferUp's a little sketchy. People don't, people will send you one message and then you won't ever hear from them. So it's kind of like, ugh, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, so I'm trying to remember what I did the rest of the night. Oh, at the end of the night. Oh my gosh. What am I even saying? So Bobby, so Bobby, that same morning. I should say around like 6.30 in the original message, he said somebody is going to come by around 4 to see if they want to buy each of these boulders. He picked up six for 100 bucks a piece. That's a – wow. So that's what I – yeah. So in the first two hours, this guy potentially had – he already had 150 in the bag, and then he almost had a potential of 600 more dollars coming his way. And 4 p.m. rolls around, and he sells them. He sells boulders. This guy knows his market. This guy knows how to be an entrepreneur. He's got me. He's working me, putting me to work, spanking my butt. I think I don't know what he. I don't know what the number exactly was, but he came out to like six seventy-five or something. That was his total number for Saturday. Two things. He picked up boulders. He sold boulders. Or and he, and he brought his friend lunch. That's amazing. That is absolutely incredible. Um, so yeah. So anyway, I got six dollars and fifty cents left. I design an advertisement saying I'll create websites, and I throw that up on Craigslist. Just shooting in the dark at this point. I conk out. I go to bed, and I wake up in the morning. I got a dollar and fifty cents to my name, and ooh, nothing. Nothing, 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 nothing. Yeah, this was rough. I went to church. Um, I went to eat with Parker, and Parker gave me a penny. I'm up to a dollar and fifty-one cents. I responded to some other people inquiring about the websites from Craigslist, and nobody really, nobody really said anything. Oh, that yeah. And then the same morning, somebody responded from Instagram, and they were saying their uh, their rates were like. 
25 bucks and 20 bucks depending on like if you wanted a story in a post or just a post and i had i think i had ten dollars at that point but i was trying to haggle with him to go down and he wouldn't go down and it was like he had like forty thousand on instagram and so i was just like man this could be the move you know because then i could get some traffic coming but i couldn't afford it anymore and i only had a dollar 51 so i was trying to haggle with him and i was trying to respond to other influencers and it was just like a lot of busy work for all of sunday um and i will say this i ended up <laughs> oh man i can't believe this so for all of you that have seen on the gram that i was on that pack the van like they gave me a shout out per se no i paid for that because i thought uh, Mistake on my part. I learned a lot in the social media realm of this thing. Social media accounts, if I were to do advertisement again, because I think they can work, but I think I just got excited that somebody with 40000 wanted to post something for me or for, yeah, with my, like, for the Burb Life sweaters. Uh, and I, th- like, I looked at the ratios of, like, likes to comments, and they just weren't deep enough, you know? Like, the audience was invested in van life, but I wish I would have gone with another account that was more active with their community, and I think the followers could have been purchased. Honestly, that's still stuff I'm figuring out. How do you even decipher? Because I paid 25 bucks to get <laughs> for my own stuff, not part of the challenge, like, at the end of the weekend, because I was like, I want to know. And it was a waste. I got zero. Nobody bought a sweatshirt, and, like, nobody engaged with my profile, really. I think I... Like, it showed my profile visits go up by, like, 50 or 100 people, but nobody interacted with my account whatsoever. So if you're going to do social media advertisement with influencers, I would say definitely do some more digging instead of just getting really stoked like I did and throwing it out there. Great experience, though. (laughs) Learned a lot from that. Um, So, yeah, so on Sunday, on Sunday was so weird, so weird. Um, and I talked about this a little bit on kind of fit is like, I hit like such a wall on Sunday, like a wall I haven't hit in a long time, like a level of exhaustion that was, was, I I don't know. It was, it was like, it, it knocked me down mentally and physically. Like I felt like I was just my, that whole week was just like really hectic. And then the challenge was like really challenging and I think I had so much focus in this it got me to a point where I was like I can't like I can't do anything like it it, honestly it opened my eyes oh man I'm getting like kind of ugh. it opened my eyes to like how much I actually hate failure like only having a dollar fifty at the end of this challenge just made me like I was furious and I think I just like completely shut down and (laughs) with like and I compared it to, like, all these other aspects of my life, even though the challenge is so ridiculous. And, like, I'm aware that it's, you know, how, how all of this, I just do it because it's fun. But, like, I put so much <laughs> emphasis on this because I was, like, trying to prove to myself that I'm, like, a legit entrepreneur can make a grand in 48 hours um, and just, like, failed at it. Yeah, it was really it was a really humbling experience. Um, but I think there was there was something more to that exhaustion though that I'm like trying to process through right right now with you. Um, it was kind of just like here's here's the conclusion to it. 
I was sitting in this like exhausted state and that mindset of just like just throwing the towel. <laughs> this is all too much, you know. Like the the uploading schedule is too difficult. The the yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna list everything out. Like all of these other things in our in 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 my day to day life are just like starting to become overbearing. You should just stop all of them and call it quits. And on Monday, the following day, after I just like slept on it and kind of rested my noggin from <laughs> this challenge and from I don't know, just like thinking about everything, um, I had this realization a little bit. And I wonder if you guys have felt the same way. So let me know if you have. I got this feeling of like, if I were to really give up on everything that I'm doing and like give up on my dreams, or if I heard one of my friends say that, or one of my, yeah, any, even you, any, any, anyone, like if anybody came up to me and said, I'm going to give up on these dreams, like granted they're like actually good for them or whatever these dreams and goals I have just because like I can't, I can't break through the wall, the wall or the barrier. I'm not hitting the next milestone or I'm just done with it. Like I really do think that I would be heartbroken and I don't often see myself in that same perspective. Does that make sense? Like the empathy I have for my friends and like anybody else chasing their dream, I feel like I have much more of, and I'm rooting for them, like so much more and allow them with, allow them to have so much more grace than I allow myself. Uh, and I was talking to somebody the other day um, and she was like, who's being mean to you? And I was like, me, I'm being mean to myself. Like I, I the, the self-critic in my own head is the harshest person in my life. <laughs> like nobody... Nobody can push my buttons more than myself. Um, and that realization of just like, this is like, you got to support yourself, you know? Um, you got, you kind of got to be your own biggest fan with all this stuff and allow yourself to chase these things and have failures and drawbacks and getting to the point of exhaustion, which I feel like happens often when you're really going for it. Like, you got to know that's coming, you know, you got to be ready to handle that in the, <laughs> the proper way with grace for yourself. Um, and then, uh, I had another, another small epiphany the other day. This guy's going to park right in front of me. How awkward is that? I had a small epiphany the other day. Um, for the past year, I've been having these thoughts of like, I'm, too old you know like that feeling of just time is fleeting or that I'm too old so I shouldn't try new things or try to do things or continue to keep up with things <clears throat> but I kind of came to the realization of that like I'm young you know and and I'm saying this to to anybody that's trying to like accomplish something like I I look at like <laughs> I don't want to say an age, but like 50, 60, 70 year olds who still have it in them that want to start a business or want to try a new hobby. Like I even say they're not too late to start, you know, like I, I exactly what I'm saying before. Like I allow them that grace and I realize that I'm young and I'm capable and you are young and you are capable 
And there's no reason that we cannot strive for the things that we want. No reason at all. And I want to pair that with the idea of like how fear stricken, stricken, how fear restricted, whatever, (laughs) how much fear plays a part in, uh, in our decisions, right? Like we have a fear of like being embarrassed. We have a fear of security. Like you can, whatever you can think of, I'm sure you can find something to be afraid of. Um, and I think back, it's funny how I, I, I get really hesitant to post and upload things. And I know that may sound contradicting just because like over the grand scheme of things over the years, like a lot of things have been posted and uploaded, but I'm still so hesitant and I'm still, still so fearful, but something that I haven't encouraged by is like I'll look back on posts that I've like written out and said things um and there was there's a post that comes to my mind like right after I broke my arm doing a muscle up as soon as I was healthy enough (laughs) and maybe this is because I was what 19 and (laughs) a little dumb but like I went out and I did a muscle up as soon as I could because I didn't want that fear to control me and I've lost I've lost some of that you know um then I hope I hope you and myself can like find this mind state and this mentality of like not only am I going to do whatever it takes, I'm going to have grace for myself and I'm not going to make choices out of fear. That's the biggest thing. Like in this past week I've been thinking a little more about it and I started uploading highlights for the <laughs> for the podcast um and I was like, yeah, but what if people don't like it? But what? But but what if what if what if it's dumb? And it's like just screw it, man. Just do it. And I don't want to make this same comparison that I keep saying that we're all gonna die someday, because, granted, that's true. But I don't want you to be motivated by death. Like I want I want you to be motivated by like, the abundance you can have in your life. And I'm not talking material. Like I'm talking like an enriched, fulfilled life that you can have, chopping down fear, you know, getting rid of it. Something I've been doing lately, <laughs> something I've been doing lately that I'll share w- with you a little bit is uh, it's an exercise I'm doing daily. And I'm not like, man, I'm sharing this with you because I'm trying to be vulnerable and connect with you. So just please bear with me here. I'm not trying to be <laughs> get get hippie-ish. But I've been doing this thing lately where I take a notebook and uh, on the left-hand side, I'll write my goals, right? all of my goals and then on the right hand side I'll write affirmations about myself but then tomorrow when I do it I'll write my goals and I'll write my affirmations but I won't look at the day before right like my I'm gonna take a swig of water there's a frog right in my throat I won't look at what I wrote before because it's like I want to write my goals and affirmations in the present moment like really fully live there and be in it and this has been really good for me because i've done it for a month now and my my hope was it would if i was doing it in the present moment it would chop down to the main goals that i actually want and all those other like the fat around it and the distractions they would go away and i've honestly i've found some some 
real improvements because of that. Like my actions are based on my main goals and I'm not getting so distracted on all the little stuff, which has been really good. <clears throat> so all in all to say with this 48 hour challenge, <laughs> some of those take, some of my takeaways on those is like, I really do think a truck is a game changer when it comes to hustling because the next day I checked Craigslist again. And it's like there was another, it was a moving thing. If somebody could help them move and it was going to be like a $50 payout for like an hour. And that would have, that would have been swell to have in the budget to turn 50 into a hundred and a hundred into a thousand. Uh, and then my other my other wonder is if being in a small town would have made it more like yeah I guess easier would have made it easier because you'd be a little more connected like you'd know who who's who and who does what and what resources you have and just being in San Diego and honestly only knowing a handful of people and not even people in business like starting from scratch I think that's it's a tough it's a tough move. So I want, I, it makes, it just makes me wonder if a small town would have been like slightly more advantageous, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, ended up making a dollar 50 and one cents. And I walked away with a wetsuit that I'm, you know, probably going to give to Miss Milan if it fits. And if it doesn't <laughs> donate it back to the Goodwill, I got it. <laughs> um, anyway, also, if you watched last week's uh, podcast or you saw the highlight, <laughs> birthday birthday months are on the prowl. It's been a big topic. I'm happy to get you worked up. I got two new sections coming up in future episodes of the podcast that I'm excited about. In the next few weeks, uh, the guests that are lined up are going to be really good. So I'm also excited about that. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Thank you for supporting me. If you like the podcast, go ahead and leave five star review. You know, you could be the reviewer of the week. Or if you want to buy a sweatshirt, sticker, pen, nicholasitali.com slash shop. Interact with me on Instagram. Um, if I've had a lot of healthy conversations lately through the gram about topics that have been discussed on the podcast, and that's been really encouraging to me um, just to stir up discussion on topics that matter. So I thank you. I bid you adieu. <laughs> Bye. 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 Okay, bye.